Peace, peace. Hey. What's up, you guys? It's R.E.M. And Yodi. And you're tuned in to DeSoul Radio. That's right. Your favorite twins are here talking all things music and culture. Because two takes are better than one, but twin takes are, are even, even better. better. And we're back with another episode. And we, you know, just celebrated the holiday, Thanksgiving past, yep. and took a little week off. But we're back. Back like we never left. Yep. Feeling refreshed. Yes. Got the family feels. You know, I just love the holidays. Like, yeah. I, I'm one of those people that, like, looks forward to it. I know you are the same way, Aria. Yeah. But yeah. I definitely love the feeling, the sentimental feeling. But Christmas is around the corner. Yep. And I just finished decorating the house with, you know, my first Christmas tree, my apartment, mm. and a little decor. And I was feeling the Christmas spirit yesterday which actually inspired this episode, actually. I wanted to watch some Christmas movies. And believe it or not, please don't judge me, I have not seen The Preacher's Wife from start to finish. From start to finish. I have seen clips, but I had not completed watching it. So Wait, wait, wait pause. Really? Yes. I thought we would watch it together like all the time. See, I've seen it on TV. Like, yeah, it would come on TV. It comes on TV, and I've I've seen parts of it, but not in order. And then sometimes, you know, when the commercial comes, somebody wants to change the channel. So I have not seen it from start to finish. So I decided. I was about to, okay, I'm not to sit with that. I mean, we did grow up in the same home. Oh I'm my gosh! See, what I, did I say no judgment? I literally I'm said not, no I'm judgment. not judging. I'm just I'm I'm thoroughly confused. I'm just like. Didn't we not mm. have the it's same? Giving, it's giving judgment. But all right. I'll, 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 all right. I, well, you should I'm be not, proud. I, this is a safe space, Ariam. Okay. This is a safe space. Okay, Yodi. Continue. Okay, Yodi. Anyways, <laughs> so I decided to put it on and watch it from start to finish. And it's so good. It is. It is so good. It's, you know, it's heartwarming. Probably, probably one of the most elite holiday movies. Yeah. Like if we had to like. Yeah. If there was an elite group of holiday movies, like that's one that. Yeah belongs up there but I was I was watching it you know it stars Denzel Washington mm -hmm. and the Courtney goat. B Vance yeah. and the greatest singer of all time one of the greatest singers of all time Miss <sighs> Whitney Houston yeah and I've you know not having watched the whole film I've always been hip to the soundtrack because it is a masterpiece it truly it really is yeah like everyone talks about like like so many iconic soundtracks from that period, but that specific soundtrack, elite. Top -tier. It's top tier. Elite. Sure. Elite. And then actually, this is really what inspired today's episode. You know, Whitney Houston, obviously, she's a phenomenal singer, but she's also a great actress. Yep. And it's yep. like she's so, she's a multi hyphenate, you know? And it just made me think, wow, like, for her to be able to excel both in music and also in film, it's mm -hmm. like, that's very rare. It is. You know, not everyone can do that. And I feel like not enough people talk about that. That's like, like they talk about her, like, having a film career, but they don't really talk about how good of an actress she was. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah. And what's so true. And what's cool is, like, you know, she's, every movie she's been in has been a hit, yeah. you know. The Bodyguard, mm -hmm. Waiting to Exhale. Yep. You know, of course, <laughs> The Preacher's Wife, which now I can say is amazing. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's so cool. Plus, you get a bomb soundtrack out of it. It's like a two for one. It really, you know. That's what I loved so much about that era because 
that's what I mean. Obviously, there's soundtracks today. Yeah. But that was really a time where you were just as excited for the film to come out. Like your excitement for a soundtrack was just as high as your excitement for the film. Yeah. Like it. Like to your point, yeah. it was a package, and yeah. there was so much energy put into soundtracks. Yeah. And then the also. Films. Another thing why I feel like soundtracks just don't, I mean, they exist and they're great, but they actually don't hit the same is because that was an era where you would have a music video paired with random B-roll and clips from (laughs) the movie inserted. And then sometimes they'd have music videos where they would have the stars from the film do cameos in it. Yeah, Like, I'm not seeing that same production. Like, I'm not seeing that execution. You just unlocked so many memories. You get what me. I mean? Yeah, but you're absolutely right. Like they were just so well thought out. Yeah. And they were just such a huge extension to the movies. Yeah. And then actually made you, if you hadn't seen it, if you see clips, you're like, oh, maybe, maybe I want to check it out. Yeah. You know, it's like that is what I want to see. Yeah. This is what I want to see, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it kind of inspired us to think about like other artists that are actually really great actors. Yeah. But before I finish talking about Whitney, I just want to point out, yes, she's an amazing singer. She's a great actress. But she also is a great producer. You yeah, know, people don't talk about producer. that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, I forgot to talk about Cinderella. She was great in Cinderella oh as God. the fairy godmother. Okay. Okay. Pause. That movie, I think, was, like, so essential to, like, our childhood yeah like and absolutely she had, not only was she producing it but she was the fairy godmother 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 yeah i know that's right but for me it's like i think you know even watching like the original disney cartoon mm-hmm. like seeing the live action with brandy yep. playing cinderella and and whitney playing with uh the fairy godmother it's like i think that was the visual aid i needed as a child yeah you know and she just was magical and beautiful and it was so black and and just you know multicultural was, you know it was that movie said that there are no rules to this yeah they literally just like expanded the boundaries or the limitations that yeah. existed within filmmaking specifically with fantasy yeah. and fairy tales yeah um yeah and the public really like embraced it yeah that's what i loved so much and i think it helped when you have like a whitney houston yeah in the back in the background so much impact like at the time of the film showing up and then giving so much nuance to the fairy godmother character like obviously she was a star so there's going to be a little bit more attention to that character but she brought so much energy and she brought so much soul and personality yes. to the character. Yes. And I mean, that just goes to show how impactful her performance was. Yeah. I mean, I, for me till this day, like anytime I think about the fairy godmother, like I think about Whitney Houston. Yeah, period. And then she was also, you know, a producer on that. She was also a producer on The Princess Diaries. Uh, yeah. One and two. Right. Which is, which is why it makes <laughs> sense. Why we love it. Mm-hmm. We love that film, not just because of the story and, and you know, you know, having Julie Andrews and all these the great cast, mm-hmm. but there's some essence there yeah. that I feel like is nostalgic, but also just like a hit. And yeah. I think that it can only be that way because Whitney had her hands in there. She really did. Yeah. And yeah. Soundtrack was, was also good too. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, 
if Whitney is a part of it, the music's going to hit. The music is going to hit. Absolutely. Guaranteed. Yeah. So, and we're talking about Princess Diaries 1 soundtrack. Like, yeah. The soundtrack was pretty. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I feel like she never put limitations on herself and thank God yeah. because we benefited so much from like all her different contributions. And yeah. It just really showed like you can be the biggest artist or singer or the voice of a generation but you don't have to like limit your contributions to just music yeah and that's what i loved so much about it. and she excelled yeah and yeah. like also she clearly had the talent for but sure. she also had an eye for talent mm -hmm. too and the eye for you know the possibilities of a film you know so shout out to whitney the, the late great whitney. long live whitney houston mm -hmm. we love you you did so much for our childhood yeah you, know? you really did so much nostalgia yeah. and warmth and all the good feelings, All you know. The good feelings. And then even outside of childhood, like obviously you mentioned she was in We Took Sale. Yeah. So and even in that movie, like like it was a different version of her that we saw. Like yeah. in terms of like when we're thinking about women and womanhood and, and those like sisterhoods, friendships, you know, and like navigating that, like she just like fell into this group of actresses, you know, Layla Rashawn and Angela Bassett, mm. um, and just kind of like working with these other power players that were other, like, you know, actresses and, and, and they had their own impact in their own right. Yeah. And just seeing that she can just be thrown and thrusted in that space. It was, it was yeah. a great cast. Such a great cast. Very, very great cast. Iconic film. Mm -hmm. Ugh. So good. So, so good. Yeah. I can always watch that, which is why I was like, I, I sat there. I was like, why did I not finish this movie from start yeah, to finish? Because when it came so out, good. you know, we were so young yeah. when it came out. Right. Yeah. So now as like older, you know, women in their late twenties, like we can like watch that and appreciate what she did. Yeah. And it's like, like she, like she really just gave herself in all these different roles. Right. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned bodyguard, which is a completely different role. And that was like her first acting role I mean yeah. debut I guess yeah. you know as a lead and yeah there were parallels to her real life yeah. but I feel like I could also see Whitney separate from the character she played yeah you know that's that's very true that's yeah. very very true and I'm just really glad she dug in her acting bag she did she really did she was really killing it really yeah. killing it yeah but there's so many artists that transitioned seamlessly and flawlessly mm -hmm. you know to acting and, and film and another one is queen latifah oh yeah hello <laughs> queen. that's a whole other this is a whole other example of yeah. really just tapping into your talents and just giving it, it to the world because yeah queen latifah is definitely on this list for a reason i mean she definitely still you know celebrated for you know her career in hip-hop and, and rap but mm -hmm. I also just, I can look at her and just see her also as an actress. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't see her as a rapper turned actress, you know, because yeah. she does it so well and she's so talented. I love that you said that, Aria, because that's how I feel when I look at her as a performer. I look at her as a performer. Yeah. Right? Like, just like how we see w Whitney and how what her career looked like. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about Queen Latifah because, you know, obviously she started as a rapper and she, like, hit the ground running she like you know she herself made a name for herself in that space yeah and it was way more difficult to cut through as a woman back then when she came up through and then she had her own perspective and her own point of view um which was dope right and then she starts acting 
And it's crazy because I know you and I talked about this when we watched Jungle Fever. (laughs) (laughs) We saw her cameo. A young Queen Latifah. And I was like, is this her first role? Like, it was, I think so. I think it might have been one of her first roles. Yeah. And, you know, I love that Spike Lee, like, made that happen. Right. Because it's just amazing to always, like, look back at art and see how people have worked with each other. Yeah. Like, really put others on. Definitely. Definitely. I loved that. And I just love how, like, we see that version and then we just see how her acting career just like took off and evolved. Yeah. I mean, living single, living single, one of the best sitcoms ever. I like, kid you not, for an living ensemble sing- cast, young, black, beautiful cast. Yes. You know, living their lives, a realistic portrayal of young people living their lives mm-hmm. in a city you know they just had great chemistry they really did and like you know queen latifah's character khadija she is technically the main character yeah but she just they all maneuvered so well together i feel like it was like seamless energy yeah you know? like like similar to what we were saying about whitney like i felt like they were like she was also a big star yeah in her right and that was essentially during the era where a lot of like young talent would you know they may start in the music industry but then they would be given a show and then the show would be centered around them like we think about moesha and we think about you know fresh prince of bel-air yeah we think about like that was a time where people were really tapping into their acting bags but the show would be centered around the star yeah but when we watch living single it feels like like you said, like it felt like an ensemble. It yeah. felt like everybody had their like their um, time to shine. It didn't yeah. feel obviously she's the main protagonist, but like it didn't feel like it was Queen Latifah show. It felt yeah. like she was a part of a family of actors. Yeah. And but in addition to that, what I really love about her in the show is that she doesn't come from a background of you know comedy. She at right. the time was an early actor, but there are scenes where. Queen Latifah has me rolling. Like, everyone has that talent, that comedic timing, you know, just that natural, like, you know, comedic acting ability. Everyone was funny. Like, you could have any character come on screen and you look forward to see what's going to happen because they're equally as funny. I always wonder if actors that are part of, like, cultural, like, like culturally impactful shows, like mm. understand their impact in real time. Like when they were filming it, do you think they like understood? I don't know. Because what they represented with that show was like a number of things, right? Like obviously it was a black show, a, like a fully black cast, and it was told from the perspective of black women specifically, like having yeah. having them kind of navigate life and their yeah. friendships and all of that. And then you also saw like different nuances and of the, the relationships that they have with one another. Yeah. And I just love it because specifically with that show, it's argued to be like the blueprint for a lot of different shows. Yeah. I know we all heard the conversation about how it was essentially the inspiration for Friends. Friends. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense. When it you does. rewatch it, you're like, hmm, okay. Young 20-somethings all living in an apartment, uh, different apartments in the same building, building relationships, dating, and navigating city life. Yeah. And you're like, hmm, there's a lot similarities there are (laughs) there are a lot of similarities yeah and you can't ignore it you definitely can't ignore it but i feel like what you know really makes i i do love friends i i love friends i watched all 10 seasons like i i do like friends but i feel like there is a cultural um 
like difference that I can't ignore. Yeah. Um, I feel like living single fits what friends is missing for me. Yeah. You know, there's certain conversations right. and certain dynamics. There's a relatability there, right. you know, even now, I mean, that show was in the nineties and we're in the two thousands, you know, yeah. 2020s, 2020s. <laughs> you know, and there's, there's things that still are so relatable and they just hit. They do. And another thing I wanted to talk about, like not only were the themes like super relevant, but what I noticed about like, and I feel like people have talked about this, but what I've noticed about that specific uh, character structure is like it really did influence like future shows to come. Like, so if you think about the core four, right? You've got Regine, you got Sinclair, you got Max, Max. and then you've got Khadija. Khadija. It's four women navigating womanhood and dating and relationships and mm-hmm. career and all of that, right? Yeah. If you've noticed, like, that's been the formula of television ever since. If you think about Sex and the City. Yeah. If you think about Girlfriends. Oh, yeah. If you think about Girls. If you think about even Insecure. And Issa has talked about that influence as well. Um, You know, you even Harlem. Like, that that core four friendship, like, each character having their own point of view and personality, I feel like it really was influenced by living single. Yeah, and it was very effortless. Yeah, But it made sense, like, what group of four that you know that are all exactly the same. Right, exactly. And I think it's, man, shout out to Queen Latifah for agreeing to do something like this. Because look at the impact till this day. I know. So, I know. like I said, I still watch it late at night. Now HBO Max, they like literally. What what can I watch now? Hitting that. Yeah. It can be any episode. I'll put any on episode. any episode for sure, and I'm good to go. I love I'm good it. To go. I love it. Yeah. I mean, there's just, and then also it's like Queen Latifah is like, yes, she's a comedic actress, but let's not forget. Okay, she can sing. Uh, as well and is oscar nominated mm-hmm. for her role in chicago yep okay she killed her role in hairspray as motorbath maybell yeah i'm just saying yes uh Ariam. she is multifaceted she she's good really it's just like she's like yeah i'm gonna do this and be great at it and i'm gonna do this and be great at it and i was like no 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 notes wait it's <laughs> just yeah yeah yeah, like actually, I mean, she's literally she can literally do it all. Yeah, she can literally do it all. Mm-hmm. The, I forgot. Yeah, and then of course she's like the rom com queen. Like, you know, I was I was this close to putting on Last Holiday. It showed up <laughs> as a on Amazon Prime as like a she evolved into like this rom com. Like this whole like she's had so many careers and genres she's tapped into just with an acting. Yeah. That's how you know she's so good at it. This, yeah. this is why, Queen, you made it onto the list today. Yes. Keep shining. Yeah. I can't wait to see more. She's still killing it. Yeah. I just recently she, watched a movie that she was in with um, uh, Ludacris on Netflix. I cannot remember the title, but it was pretty oh, good. Nice. Another queen that has entered this list is Mary J. Blige. <sighs> yeah. And what I'm loving about her journey is that Yes, she is killing it in music, has been killing it for years, is an icon. But her entry to film has just been really, like, you know, subtle. Mm -hmm. But when she's on film, this woman can act. Yeah. And I don't know if that was something that she has always had a strong suit for, like, growing up, but Mm -hmm. it comes really, really natural to her. It really does. She's a scene stealer. 
Yes. Like, if you watch anything, like, she's when she's on screen, you, like, for me, I eat up every word. I'm like, okay, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Like, Because she's, like, you know, more recently she's been in Power Book 2. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in Umbrella Academy. She's really she's good. She's really good. Really Umbrella. good at Umbrella Academy. Yeah. Um, and she was also Oscar nominated. Okay, she's Oscar nominated for her role in Mudbound. Which was so And I didn't watch it, but I know you did. I watched it when it came out. Yeah. And I was really like, whoa. Like, she's got range. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, I'm just going to test this acting thing out. Like, she really made me believe her character. It was a period piece. um, And it was just really, obviously, like, there was a lot of, like, depth to the role. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, navigating racism. and, And it was just, like, so many different things. But... When I watched it, I like shed a tear. Like I was yeah. crying. I was like, "Oh my god! Like this is really, really heavy." And she, she, she carried that role very well. Yeah, uh, obviously well enough to be nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And she was, get this, she was nominated for her role, right? And then she was also nominated for best song. So she had for that movie she had, for the same movie. So a it's two just for felt, one, people. Let me t- two for one. That's what I'm saying. You guys just need to do this you need to book artists who are talented actors mm-hmm. and you get a bomb soundtrack two for one yeah hello i'm just saying it just made me feel like i feel like nobody in history has done that uh no i think lady I'm, gaga has right that's okay. another one but that i'm lady pretty, gaga I'm for stars sure. born was that the same year no i don't think so okay but i think well, actually i don't know i'm not i'm don't. not sure we're Don't quote have, me on it. We're going to have to follow up with y'all on But that. I think that's dope. Like, that's another yeah, one. That's she, another one that's done that. She was nominated for an Oscar for um, her role, but also she did take home Best um, Original Song for yes. that film. Yes. Yeah. I, I love Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Gaga she be She's eating. another one on this list. She eats. And like, she has a Golden Globe for her uh, role in American Horror Story, Lady Gaga. She sure does. Yeah. Don't, been, don't sleep on Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, that's another one. Like, she's so talented. And you can tell, like, obviously through her specific art, like, her performance, like, it's very much, she very much taps into, like, her acting bag. Yeah. Like, naturally, when she's on stage, the character she, like, evolves into. Yeah. Um, especially within her albums. Like, for every, every album era, she's really morphed into a different version of herself. And so, I feel like because she has that ability and she's very theatrical, I think acting does come naturally yes. for her. Yeah. But folks like, you know, Mary J, who you didn't really know, like, could get there, mm-hmm. like, with the range mm-hmm. and with the roles that she's getting now. Mm-hmm. It's always a pleasure to see. Absolutely. It really is a pleasure to see. And then our last lady who has recently really been impressing me each time I see her grace the screen. And we know, we know her, we love her for her music, Miss Meg Thee Stallion. <sighs> but I don't hear people talking enough about her acting. I d- I love that you mentioned that, Ariane, because not enough people are talking about how she's a really good actress. She really is. And I'm seeing her, like, pop up, you know, here and there. I I, I watch P-Valley, and she right. actually <laughs> – <laughs> I watch P-Valley, and she had a guest appearance, and she actually played uh, a female rapper, but she went by Tina, Tina Snow. Snow. I heard about that. And she was great. And, I mean, again, a little parallels to – her kind of persona as a mm-hmm. as a rapper as a as a you know star but she was just, it just came natural mm-hmm. i felt like oh this is just 
seamless right here. Yeah. Like I, I can see this. It's it's working for her, and and she did a really good job. Yeah, she's really entertaining, really beautiful, yeah. obviously. But what I don't hear people talking enough about was her SNL hosting. Thank you for bringing this up. She, if y'all haven't seen it, y'all better go see it because yeah. she killed it. Not only was she hosting and the musical guest, but she was really funny. She was. Like every sketch that she did yeah. was really funny. Yeah. And I, her, first of all, her monologue was good. It was really, it was good. really good. And I can I I can't even imagine what it's like to do an SNL monologue, but I feel like it's one of the most stressful parts of the show. Yeah. Right? Because it's your entry into the episode. You're basically showing us how the rest of the show could go. Right. Like, it sets a tone. Yeah. The monologue sets a tone. Yeah. And I can just tell that, I mean, not tell, but I can only imagine, like, how nerve-wracking it is when you, especially if you're not, like, a formal actor. Yeah. Just going up there and just, like, kicking things off. And she went on that stage, and she had so much confidence. Yeah. And she had her comedic timing. Yes. Her jokes were on point. On point. I feel like, like, you, like to your point, Ariam, I don't feel, I mean, I feel like not a lot of people were talking about that. I just that. haven't seen a lot of people praise her because she yeah. really did a good job. And she was the musical guest. So it's like, yeah. so from what I've learned about hosting SNL, it takes about a week to rehearse all the sketches. Mm -hmm. So so basically for a whole week, you're rehearsing and she's rehearsing for her live performances because you get those two sets. Yep. And sometimes some artists do multiple songs for each set. So right. just depending on where you want to take it, that's a lot of work. And she just looked like she was having fun yeah. and it wasn't hard. It mm -mm. felt really natural. It and really did. I, I just was cracking up. Like I, I feel like laughing. the writers really had they really understood like what to do with her. Yeah. I feel like that probably helped too. But she obviously had to deliver. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She, she did, did really just that. Job. And, and if you haven't seen it, go, go watch see it. it. It's probably one of the funnier hosting uh, episodes as of late. Besides, I think I haven't seen Kiki Palmer's yet. Oh, girl. But I will. We need to watch it so we can talk about it because <sighs> it know. was so good. I and wanted I think to watch it. I just it's, literally, I got caught up and I fell asleep. But... From what Yodit said, it's really, really good. It's so. very, it's, it's so good. I think it's just if they have like a Hall of Fame for like best episodes, I yeah. think that one will definitely have to be. Which is kind of crazy that she hasn't been asked to do it in the past. I know, I know. I mean, she's got it all. She's literally a triple threat. She is a triple threat, and maybe quadruple. I mean, she <laughs> obviously got the singing, the dancing, the acting, mm -hmm. but she's out here producing. She's got a whole network. network i know but i have to watch that maybe that'll be another what episode what can't kiki do what can't kiki do <laughs> and also congratulations kiki yeah just dropped the bomb on us yeah like this is her this is her era i mean yes. she's she's entering having a baby we're super excited about that i feel like she's gonna be such a fun mom yeah i can imagine like, i would love to be they're just, a gonna, fly on the they're just wall. gonna be like goofing around I, together i know i love that we really love that Congrats. yeah that's another one kiki even though mm -hmm. she started acting, but she did a reverse. She's a great singer. She's a great performer, entertainer. Yep. So I have to watch that. Um, but yeah, got some few honorable mentions. Oh yeah, we do today. have some honorable mentions. We you can't know, talk about this topic and not mention the following people. I feel like yeah. there's a lot of people that fall into this bucket. Yeah. Um, Just a few. Ice Cube, of course. Of course. I feel like he's been 
acting a lot longer than he's been doing music. Right. I mean, not that he wasn't with one of the greats, but yeah. like NWA, but I feel like he's been acting in all the family, you know, you know, wholesome comedy comedy yeah. films and then also just when he started even like it's so funny cuz he was like in his acting and producing bag simultaneously, yeah. obviously with Friday. Oh yeah, Friday too. Yeah. How dare I skip right. over Friday? <laughs> iconic. Iconic. Yeah. And Boys in the Hood. I mean. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's definitely one. Andre Def Day. If y'all oh, have not yeah. seen her portrayal of Billie Holiday, y'all got to go see it. Because she won a Golden Globe. And let me tell you, she did that. She, she did really that. did. I mean. She deserved that uh, Golden Globe. She did a really, really great job as yeah. Billie Holiday. And I can't wait to see her act more. Yeah. Because she did a lead role and she really nailed it. And that must have been so daunting. Like. Yeah. Because she had to sing. Yeah. And basically she's paying homage to, you know. One of the greats in music yeah. history. And she did it with such grace. Yeah. And like, shout out to her for, for doing it. And excelling in it, and obviously she won the Golden Globe, like you said, R.E.M. So yes. you heard it. You didn't. The awards don't lie. Yeah, they're actually deserving. <laughs> the awards, <laughs> the awards um, definitely don't lie. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of other artists. I think Janet Jackson. <gasps> yes, yes, R.E.M. Yes, yes. Talking about making soundtracks after films she's been in. She's done a lot she, of her like her body of work for acting is extensive. Yeah, she's a really great actress. She has a lot of range. Yeah, she can do comedy. She can do drama. Yeah, I see, honestly, I really enjoy her. In her and she started. And she also started really young. I mean, remember when she was playing Penny on Good Times, yes, and, Good Times. and she was so yeah. good at that role. And she carried a lot of depth then, so you can only see the potential for her. Yeah. But I love that she always went back to acting. Like yeah. it never was something that she like put aside. Yeah. And to your point, like she. She's so great at it. Mm. Who else? Cher. Oh, yeah, Cher. I mean, she won an Oscar. She, I mean, these, she, won, she won an Oscar. These people aren't just winning these awards because they're okay. okay? Yeah. They're actually really talented. She won yeah. for Moonstruck. Moonstruck, yeah. Yeah, she did a really good job. She did a really good job. And then, yeah. honestly, I feel like there's a trend here, but a lot of rappers are, like, natural actors. Yes, Ariam. So, like, yes. of course, you mentioned Ice Cube, but then there's Ice T. Yep. You know, there's He's Tupac. <laughs> Yep, yep. Um, we think about Juice. Juice. I I mean, everyone talks about poetic, poetic justice, but his performance in Juice, Juice was, was really so good, good too. And it, you don't, it's like the best is when you're watching it and you're like, I don't see my favorite rapper on screen acting. I see like an actor. An actor. And that's yeah. like the best. That's how you know you're doing a really good job. And yeah. he has natural talent. Yeah. He had natural talent. Um, Method Man is really, I, really good actor. Okay. I think he, yeah, he recently was, he, he recently talked about the fact that rappers make good actors. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Hip-hop as a genre is very much, like, upping yourself and, like, really just boasting and really, like, manifesting a lot of things for yourself. And I think that's probably where he was coming from. Oh, but, that, that I can see. But. I can see. Like, I, I wouldn't say lying, but. There are performers. I mean, rappers are performers. You you come to bat with a persona. Energy. An energy. An attitude. An at, thank you. An attitude. Mm -hmm. And I think I think there's a lot of parallels with that. Speaking yeah. of other rappers that are good actors, I feel like we need to talk about Andre 3000. 
Yes. Nobody really talks about how good of an actor he is. Yes. And obviously he's done a lot of films and stuff, but what really made me feel like this was, remember that show American Crime? Yep. In the season he did? Yep. He was, was uh, he was, he played uh, Regina King's husband. Yes. And that was a really, really good, good season. Ep- so basically it's kind of like every season is... A different storyline, different mm-hmm. characters, kind of like how American Horror Story is. But yeah. sometimes they'll, you know, recast the mm-hmm. same actors mm-hmm. from a previous season. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say, I won't spoil it, but it's really, really, really good. good. Um, if you guys that was a really good network show. It was. It was. Uh, it it really was. was. So if you guys haven't watched it, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's really heavy, but definitely good. It's definitely dramatic. And it definitely shows, again, his range. The list goes on, on and, and on. on, but, you know, at some point we got to wrap up the show. I know, sadly. But we, we should guys, probably do like a part two. Yeah, this. maybe a part two. If you guys can come up with some other folks that fit this list, mm-hmm. definitely comment, suggest. We'd love to hear it. Love to to go and, and look at their filmography. Yes. You know, I'm here for it. Yes. Let us know who we should add on this list. Yes. And that wraps up today's episode. If you like what you heard, you can keep up with us on social at D-E-U-X-S-O-L. That's at DeSoul. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know, Amazon Music. Music. If you can hear it, we'll be on it. Until next time, guys. Peace. Peace.